ripped off a third of Mexico's territory or a half. These land grants were, the United States agreed to respect these land grants. Well, of course they didn't. The United States ignored them or they made them so difficult, made it so difficult to register these land grants that people couldn't do it. In the 60s, this man, Reyes Lopez Tijerina, took up this issue. El Paso, Texas is the, uh, the date line, the location. Family members and activists gathered here for a three-day celebration of the great life and legacy
All right, we're getting down here on House of Pride Radio. It is Wednesday. Another episode of House of Pride Radio live from San Francisco with your host, Tweaker Turner, here listening to You Make Me Feel Mighty Real, a remake of that Sylvester classic from our friend, local recording artist, Amore, featuring the legendary Jeannie Tracy on vocal chorus. It's so exciting. It's a project that's coming out shortly. House Pride Radio, welcome everyone. We have such a lineup for you today. To start things right off, we're going to introduce our first guest. She's uh, fierce. Uh, that's all I need. This one adjective, first adjective that comes to mind, and her name is Dom Cole. Welcome. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> all right, we'll be right back after this word from Crest. No. Um, <laughs> Dom. What's going on, Tweeka? Where does your name derive from? Well, Dominic is my government birth name. Oh, that's a nice name. Yeah, I guess. It's, I like it. <laughs> um, but my performer name, Miss Palu, is from 3rd and Palu in the Bayview District, where I'm a native of my performance name. But yeah. Oh, so your drag name is Miss Palu. Yeah. Well, because Facebook made me change my... It was only Miss so Palu. So confusing. Yeah, yes. fucking... Fuck you. That's right. It's all coming back to me now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they made me change my name. I couldn't have a Facebook... All, all I could have was a fan page, and I don't want a fan page, so... So Miss Palu is your female uh, impersonation yeah. name, your professional drag illusionist's yes, name. Yes, drag name. But I thought Dom Cole was it for a second because if you think about it, Dom's a cool drag name because you think Dominatrix. Oh, I'm nothing Dom- Dominatrix. All right. So I'm more submissive. She, oh, she, <laughs> translating, she's a bottom. <laughs> Indeed, and anybody who knows me knows that I'm a proud bottom. <laughs> uh, well, welcome to House of Pride Radio. Uh, hopefully a few tops will come in today. We're expecting local luminaries to drop by it's not many tops left in san francisco these days (laughs) so tell tell our listening audience a bit about first of all folks listening to us if you want to call and talk with dom or miss plu uh call us at 415-550-0511 that's 415-550-0511 questions for the one and only dom cole miss palu so um tell us a little about how you became to be a female in personer i i always been in well like san francisco born and raised in san francisco oh okay what so, what district bayview bayview uh, bayview that's where my name came from third and well it's third and palu is my where i was born in bayview there's a, a street named after you bayview is a district palu is a street i was born where i was raised on in the oh, so you really did use that formula to come up with the drag name? Yeah, I really did come up with the formula. <laughs> but um, I went to hair school in 2012. Shout out to Ricardo, Lola Rabbit, Monroe. Um, and then I started doing drag with her. And then it was just like a first time thing. And then I was like, eh, whatever. Where and was then, the first? What, tell us about the first time. The first time we had a hair competition at school. And Lola previously was doing drag, and then I kind of got inspired by her um, to do drag. Um, I went to one of her shows at the Deco Lounge. Her and I seen her. The Deco Lounge. The Deco Lounge. I remember that yeah. wonderful venue. <laughs> I think now it's called uh, something else. It's, it's um, like some straight bar now. I it's think. a straight venue called uh, Mr. Emperor uh, Booze, Emperor's Booze, or some, Booze Land. It's called Booze Land. 
Well, it should have saved Deco. So original. Deco um, Lounge, much better. But yeah, so I went to a show there and I seen her perform for the first time and I seen my fabulous drag mother, Miss Camille Toe, performing there. Camille's your drag mother? Yes, Good we are Lord. both ratchet together. Lord have, Lord have mercy. <laughs> ratchet and fabulous. Um, so I started, I kind of got like inspired by them too. And then I did it at school and I got dressed up. But I just grew a mustache in 2012. So I was like, I'm going to get my mustache. It's going to be a first time thing. So I got like, I had like a little weave. And then I put on like eye makeup. And I put a tutu on and some tights. And we walked around. We pranced around school. And the other schools came to our school to um, for the competition. And then Gay Pride was coming up like a month or two later or something like that. Mm. So then I, like, I went, f- not fully out, but I like ordered some high heels. I ordered a bathing suit. Did you know what size to get? No, I actually didn't. I bought the wrong size. And whoo, I learned. Happens. Oh, my God. It First was time. a nightmare, but I walked it all you squeezed the in there like Cinderella. I squeezed in there like Cinderella, <laughs> and my feet were hurting by the end of the day. But I put on my tennis shoes at the end of the night and partied away in the Castro. So that's how Miss Pulu was born. So thanks to Lola Rabbit. Since then, <laughs> never looked back. She never looked back. <laughs> Not at all. There's always a first time. Yeah. Way long, longer intro than anticipated on that song by Roberta Flack. <laughs> was that the number you um, chose for your first time in drag? No. The first song I've ever, first, vin- first show I ever performed was Glamazon with Pollo Damar. Um, and my favorite song by Little Kim, How Many Licks, was the first song that I ever did. Oh, I love that song. You see I, me perform it plenty of times. At I think song. I have. Yeah. At Balance Walk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is my favorite song to perform. So what would you say now, years later, what do people know you for? What's kind of like your brand or style? Um, I'm real bright. Bright colors. Bright colors? Like bright neon? Mm. Neons, yeah. Um, color, I'm real colorful. Mm-hmm. Bright and colorful. And my grill. Grill and pussy popping. <laughs> I wear the goat teeth. I have goat teeth. That oh, I that's wear. cool. Okay. And then mm-hmm. when I'm like performing, I normally like pop a handstand on somebody in the crowd or get on the ground and like be a stripper. My inner stripper comes out. Are you a natural born twerker? Not natural, but I've learned from the streets, <laughs> from shows and everything. From Camille, she she has, with you and her family, she has a class, first class, one on one twerking. Yes, <laughs> for and, beginners. And Big Frida, I watch her show, um, Queen of Bounce in New Orleans. Oh, cool! That's a great name for a show, Queen of Bounce. Um, awesome. So, where, when, when is your next uh, gig? I don't have a next gig, um, folks. Book your girl. <laughs> Inbox Girls in me. Need. 
<laughs> Put me up Twitter, get, Instagram, Facebook me. I would like to get a game. Where to fo- well, how do you spell your drag name? Oh, you can't do it by your drag name. Well, you can type my drag name on Facebook. It's M-I-Z. Ms. Ms. M-I-Z. P-A-L-O-U. Or you can look for Dom Cole. Dom Cole is much easier to find. It took me a while when you were de- when you were performing a lot at Balançoire to like figure that name out. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good name. It has meaning. Born street you lived on as a child. Yeah, and then the Miz was kind of to make it more like sassy, like uh, you know, mm-hmm. kind of edgy a little bit because Paloo. It's like it's it's street chic. Yeah, street chic. Because <laughs> it was gonna be Barbie Paloo because I'm in love with Barbie. Or, I grew up playing with Barbies a long time, so. Really? Yeah. What kind of scenarios did you play? Uh, <laughs> I don't know more. <laughs> like street hookers? Pretty much, yeah. Street hookers, street fights. <laughs> like know. who would pick Barbie up? <laughs> <laughs> I had a big old like dream house, and yeah. Did all you have the cars. A, like a GI Joe that? Like, I actually did have a GI <laughs> that drove Joe. by in a truck. Or yeah, something. <laughs> I had the Jeep like parked out in front of the. Uh, that is so funny, and they parked in front of the house <laughs> and next to the convertible, the pink drop top, you know. <laughs> and you were <with> Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, hi. What are you up to? <laughs> right. What are you up to today, Ken? You know. That is. Oh my God. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> musical break with more <laughs> Ms. Ms. Like a vulture, see my hips and my tips so cha. See my ass and my lips don't cha. Lost a few pounds in my whips for ya. It's the kind of beat that go ba ta ta, ba ta 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 ta. Sex me so good I say blah blah blah. Work it. I need a glass of water. Boy oh boy, it's good to know ya. Is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. It's your primitive bit wet yet. It's your primitive bit wet yet. If you got a big let me search it to find out how hard I gotta work yet. It's your primitive bit wet yet. It's your primitive bit wet yet. If you a fly gal, get your nails done, get a pedicure, get your hair did. Boy, lift it up, let's make a toaster. Let's get drunk, it's gonna bring us closer. Don't I look like a Holly Berry poster? See the Belvedere playing tricks on ya. Girlfriend wanna be like me, never. You won't find a bitch that's even better. I make you hot as Las Vegas weather. Listen up close while I take it backwards. Okay, begins to be a listen me with you. I'm not a prostitute, but I can give you what you want. I love your brains and your Mouth full of phones. Love the way my ass go ba boom ba boom boom. Keep your eyes on my ba boom ba boom boom. You think you can handle this? Ka don't ka don't don't. Take my thumb off and my ass go boom. Cut the lights on so you see what I can do. Is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. It's your primitive, it's wet yet. 
If you got a big, let me search it. To find out how hard I gotta work, yeah. It's your primitive and when yet It's your primitive and when yet Oh, wow, yes, we're back. House of Pride Radio, listening to Missy, Missy Elliott. Did you ever do that number? Miss No, not yet. We have a phone call coming in. Shall we take it? Who is calling? I don't know. Hello, you're live on the air. Who are we speaking with? Hello? 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 Well, we had, I think we have one of your fans who... Um, <laughs> Someone reached out. Well, call us back if you just tried to call and reach uh, Miss Palu. Miss Palu, that's 415-550-0511. 415-550-0511. The phone used to ring when it was a 1978 telephone. Now it's the sleek black Kmart phone for $9.99 that doesn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> but do give us a call here at House of Pride Radio uh, speaking with uh, Dom Cole, or a.k.a. Miss Palu. Miss Palu. Welcome, welcome. Well, the studio is filling up uh, Palu with us. Other guests we have, speaking of you being a bottom needing a top, we have the one and only LP Vargas in the house. Yes, LP. <laughs> welcome. And you're sitting right next to each other. You go, you take the lead, girl. <laughs> hey, guys. Glad to be back. How's it going? Fantastic. What about you guys? You're here today because you have you have a bag full of goodies for us. I, I have a couple of goodies. Yep, I sure do. But mm-hmm. um, I'm excited to debut a new song, a new remix package that uh, just came out yesterday from Bliss Bliss. Uh, no apology, and it's going to be going to Billboard this Friday. So super excited! Um, a lot of amazing remixes on it. Awesome, and we're going to get into it. And then also in our studio is also a friend of yours, LP's uh, 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 artist you've worked with, uh, the one and only Lily Holbrook. Hi. Hello, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, welcome. I think we you were here once before. Did we have a telephone interview with you, or I was right. I was in the studio. Two years, uh, two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah, it's been about around that long. It's, it's hard. I can't while. believe it. Yeah. And did you play acoustic guitar for us? I did. Then? I oh, did. I do remember. And what a treat we have for you today, ladies and gentlemen, because Lily is kind enough. She's brought her guitar again. She has a set of new songs, and you're gonna. Uh, we're blessed to hear you perform one of those new tunes. Oh, thanks for having me. Uh, so we're gonna get into that in just a little bit. Does anybody want to call? This is your last chance, folks, to ask Miss Palu. Look live. I see you guys. Are no <laughs> oh, I love how you have the live just on your face. <laughs> That's great. It was on LP. I don't think he wants to I, be in it. I can see where you and um, Camille Toe have a lot in common. <laughs> <laughs> like mother, like daughter. <laughs> so tell us again. Oh, you need a gig. So she needs a gig, folks. Yeah. She's not. You're going to be staring at her until she gets a gig. So. <laughs> If you want us to go down in my DM. If you want us to move on to the next guest, <laughs> call in at 415-550-0511 with a gig for Ms. Palu. <laughs> we can wait. Here I'll play some more music. You have to lip sync. Sell the goods, girls. Sell the goods. Lip sync to this song. Just make sure you are ahead of the game. Just cause I got a lot of fame, super. Prince couldn't get me change my name, Papa. Who to can tell you slave again? No sign. Picture black saying, Oh yes, I'm my side. Picture little Kim dating a pastor. Minute man, big red can outlast ya. Who is the best? I don't have to ask 
shy When I come out you won't even matter uh, Why you act dumb like uh, duh Say you act dumb like uh, duh As the drummer boy go brr pum 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 Give you some 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 of this Cinnabon Is it worth it? Let me work it I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it Somebody rope Miss Palu a bone for Christ's sake. Seriously, I'm hungry over here. You hear about the second baby. You've got Markel's gonna call in. Got 27 seconds left, Palu. This is your chance. <laughs> Don't worry, honey. It's just that there's five people listening to the radio show in real time. It's Aww. so sad. Uh, but we'll get back to you. We could try all night. Until <laughs> I get laid, let's do it. <laughs> uh, well, we're going to switch on over to Lily. I'm so excited that you're here because I want to hear all about it. Me you, too. It's been two years, and yeah. um, recently I saw you on the cover of a. Uh, a Kind of like a uh, magazine, local newspaper magazine. It was the Chronicle uh, Style section. Awesome. Yeah, it was cool. It was unexpected to be on the cover. <laughs> how, how did did they approach you? Did... They did. The photographer uh, saw me playing, and she approached me to do the shoot. And then I didn't know until I saw the actual newspaper that I was on the cover. And she's a uh, Henny Garfunkel. She's an amazing photographer. So that was really. Cool. Amazing name too. Shout out to Honey. Nice Garfunkel. name too, yeah. right? <laughs> and yeah, and wow, what a great shoot that was! The pictures looked amazing. Thank um, you. And you got to talk about your career. Tell us yeah. a little bit about your career. Uh, you know, where are you coming from? Ah, uh, where am I coming from? I know you were in Los Angeles <laughs> at some point. Yeah, I was born in Massachusetts, and uh, kind of near Boston. And um, I started doing music there actually in the subways. <laughs> wow, that takes yeah. a certain amount of bravery. It to, does, uh, which uh, is weird because I was really shy and scared and uh, kind of trying to get over stage fright. And that was my weird idea of how to get over it. <laughs> I feel like that would definitely do it if you can, it if you can you make a, it there in the subway, you can make it anywhere. <laughs> it gives you a thick skin. And actually, yeah, it did go well. I got positive um, feedback, so I kept doing it. I branched out to the streets, <laughs> and then I started playing clubs, and then I moved to L.A., and I continued street performing, actually, on the Santa Monica um, 3rd Street Promenade, and I got a record deal from doing that, which was got to put out an album, but the record deal didn't go so well from there because the company went under uh, <laughs> but uh, that's sort of the story that, of my life with but that's okay labels. you got to put out a pro you know your yes, a product of your, yeah. your music which you write uh, are you also I a do writer right yeah i have mostly um write my own material i have a couple of co-written songs and i do covers here and there is this what we'll be sampling today was your first album? That's my most recent album, which you, isn't that recent, but it's the most recent. I put out three, okay. and um, that's the most recent one to date. We're, and of course, we're talking about um, Lily Holbrook's uh, CD entitled Wicked Ways, mm -hmm. which is uh, very topical now that we're close to Halloween. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite holiday. <laughs> uh, Wicked Ways, what, what inspired you to write this uh, album? Well, I mean, I, my material can tend to be a little dark, um, so there's a, there's some jilted 
love songs on there and uh i guess i was feeling a little wicked and like a femme fatale <laughs> that's kind of why it's called wicked ways all right Looking back I, I wasn't really that much of one <laughs> well you know I, I think the listener holds the key to that i i, I think if these songs um you know it sounds like a you you wrote them from your heart and, definitely yeah and it's like the real deal and a lot of people can like uh can relate to um femme fatale right miss palu yes <laughs> <laughs> Working it and those neons. <laughs> <laughs> Booty shorts. <laughs> um, so there are 10 tracks on, on, on Wicked Ways. Uh, all of these names are incredible. I'm, I'm, it's a Sin. That's actually the one cover on there. That's the Pet Shop Boys song. Oh, very yeah. cool. Um, why don't we do this? Why don't we listen to the cover? And then you're okay. going to perform an original for yeah, us live cool. here. If the cover is very slow and taking down a bunch of notches from the original well can't wait to hear it um so uh let me okay that's ready to go um so folks we're going to listen to um wicked ways by lily holbrook available at all major distribution sites uh itunes amazon and all that again it's called wicked ways by lily holbrook uh you can go there right now and uh, listen and download well not right this second but after (laughs) after our interview um we're going to be right back but right now let's have a little listen to um it's track six on the cd it's a sin here we go
Are you gonna? You, she's gonna. Lily's gonna perform live for us. She's tuning up a guitar. Could you give us a little um, lead into what you're gonna do for us today? Sure. I'm gonna do uh, one of my newer songs that's gonna be on the next album, which is gonna be called Poison Honey. Um, this song is called I Gotta Go. It is. Uh, it's about uh, falling in love and knowing it's gonna go bad and just trying to get the hell out before you get your heart broken basically um i think we, have you all been there <laughs> yeah we have <laughs> that's a song we can most of us can relate to <laughs> indeed are you ready i think so yes <laughs> all right let's have a nice round of applause again please for lily hober Get ugly, ugly 
Um, I hope that is uh, in the past, not current. 
It's in the past. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds painful. I got the hell out of there. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> um, wow, that was gorgeous. You have a gorgeous thank voice. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, so tell us about the, the new project and when, when will it be available for consumption? Well, that's a good question. Um, I'm hoping to get everything done by December of 2018, sooner if possible. I know that's a ways away. Um, I'm actually going to do two albums. So one's acoustic and one's going to be bigger production. Mm -hmm. The acoustic one will probably be available much sooner, but the other one might take a while because I'm a perfectionist and I want a lot of things put into it so we'll see but it's supposed everything's supposed to be delivered through the kickstarter by december of 2018 oh okay so you have some time to really nourish yeah, your ideas exactly. and bring them i have those songs written but just getting all the musicians together and the recording studio and all that stuff set is mm -hmm. going to take a little time how exciting so kickstarter uh this is something that folks can go to on social and contribute uh, funds to help out a local artist such as yourself um where do we go to find that uh site you can you can go to the just kickstarter and search my name lily holbrook and find it or you can go directly to my website which is lilyholbrook.com and there's a link right there on the first page that will take you right there <laughs> you heard it folks uh here's a, a local talent that uh we can all bring and help bring her uh, art to the world by donating if you can that would be fabulous um i know that you have worked with lp is, is, is lp going to be involved with the the new project hopefully we've had a couple of discussions <laughs> yeah yeah I yeah. yeah i definitely want to get some remixes of the song yeah too. yeah cool yeah is that something you've done in the past uh remixing in different genres of music I actually, yeah. it took me like years to get the um, the masters to my, to that album. Oh so, yeah. And then, but hopefully maybe we might remix some of those tracks too. Yeah, that, that would but be this great. This one I'll have the I'll have all the files because it'll all be up to me, no label involvement. <laughs> And yes. I kind of brought her out of her element um, a few years ago mm -hmm. when she was here. I had an event and. Uh, I heard her singing on the streets and I was just mesmerized by her vocals and her talent and threw this idea off of her because you had mentioned earlier you thought her voice reminds you of Jewel. So I said, hey, uh, would you be interested in singing a dance remix, a cover tune by Jewel? Uh, Bimbo Jones happened to send me a track, the mm -hmm. instrumental track, and she says, yeah, let me give it, let me take a stab at it and did and killed it, seriously killed it. It was a lot of fun that night. So um. yes, I I think I recall this. Um, is it now? Is that dance? What's what's it called? What jewels? It, it's it's a jewel song. Um, I can't remember. Is it out there in the in the it's world? Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't you know. Yeah, I don't it's been such a long time. Don't even time. know the name um, of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, it, it's it's available on uh, iTunes, Amazon. So there's a dance it's remix a, of a, a jewel song has by an Lily Holbrook. Dance remix album. Yeah. And so that song uh, is on there. So, Lily, if I went to iTunes and put your name in, it would come up? No, no. it was it's just a performance track. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so, mm -hmm. yeah, it was just kind of Lily's taking, 
you know, an attempt to sing a dance remix, and she she killed it. Also, she nailed it. So, nailed uh, it, yeah. hence future, yeah. you know, development of uh, maybe some dance oriented tunes, remixes yeah. of your, your acoustic uh, works. I think it would be really cool. Yeah. Be, be, I have a few in mind that I think it would work. Really definitely. Well. Sure. Yeah. Reach a different type of audience, oh, and yeah. yeah. Totally. Oh yeah, sounds fabulous. Um, well, when that drops, come back and we'll, we'll yeah. I'll bring the disco light and we'll <laughs> do it up in here. Um, well, uh, great. Wanting we play one more tune from uh, the CD, and then when we come back, we're going to be calling Provincetown in New York City. Uh, we'll talk a little more here as well. Um, you, what would be a good example for another track? Did you want to perform one more, or? Are you, you're kind of doing a hand exercise. You, we don't no pressure here, but. Do you want to do a slow or fast? You have 100% artistic. I do you have a choice? I love Wicked Ways, the the title track. Yeah, sure, go for it. I think it's the last song on the album. Yeah, correct. That sweet little girl is the last one. Wicked Ways is. I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, now, I think everything's off by a number, so I think it's track yeah. nine. That one okay. should be correct. <laughs> oh, this one should be? Okay. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, set us up for Wicked Ways. Yeah, what was the inspiration about that song, from that song? That was one where I was feeling femme fatale, but I was blaming myself for stuff that really wasn't my fault. Now that I look back, yeah. I was like, thinking I was this terrible, evil woman because convinced me of that but it was not true <laughs> <laughs> i'm not terrible and evil <laughs> <laughs> See, what a song about exactly yeah all
beautiful song, Wicked Ways, by the one and only Lily Holbrook. She's got new music coming out for us to enjoy. Again, go to her um, GoFundMe page. Just search it out and help kickstart. Oh, so sorry. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was bad. All right. (laughs) Well, (laughs) let's segue into our next interview because we have um, this living legend live all the way over in Massachusetts in Provincetown to be exact where she has taken up residency at the boat slip the one and only Mary Alice can you hear us I can hey thanks for having me on Welcome. Welcome to House of Pride Radio. It is an honor to have you here. Um, of course, I'm Tweeka Turner, but we have um, f- fans of yours here. Uh, um, let's go around the room. Hi, Mary. I'm LP Vargas, and I've been a huge fan of yours for years. Um, I've heard a lot of your music back in the early 2000s, and uh, I've been a huge fan of your uh, tea par- tea, uh, dance parties. I've got a couple of your remix albums. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that was back in the good old days when I would make yeah. it. Yeah. Before they arrested me for it. <laughs> yes, I heard about that. <laughs> <laughs> back in the good old days. Oh, that's great. <laughs> back in the good old days. Uh, and who the, else? And then we have recording artist Lily Holbrook. I know, I just saw you. She's from, you're from Boston. Originally from Boston, right? Yeah, I am from Boston. I am from Boston. It's so nice to talk to another Massachusetts. I was going to say mass hole, but (laughs) 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 in a a loving way. That's how I refer to myself. (laughs) Oh, well, this is great that you guys are talking because um, um, uh, Liddy's going to be doing some remixing of her original music in in the format of dance. So maybe when uh, an LP is going to help her promote it. So maybe when it breaks, we'll we'll send you some music, see how you like it. Oh, that'd be great. I, 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 I would love that. Awesome. Awesome. And then we have a up-and-coming drag queen right here. Say hello, girl. Hello. How are you? I'm not really Good, up-and-coming. How are you but... She's established. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm going to get slapped <laughs> after the show. You never cross a drag queen. <laughs> I, I don't oh. slap. I pepper spray, but it's okay. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm going to get... Uh, she has a sting ring. Okay. <laughs> Oh, geez. Yes, look out. But uh, the one and only Ms. Balu is with us as well. So we're all here to say, hey, thank you for being with us, Mary Alice. You have been, had such a busy season. Can you give us an example of some of your highs? Oh, my God. Well, you know, well, let me just tell you, first of all, I turned 60 this year, and I can't even, I don't want to say, you know, F and believe it, but I can't believe it. <laughs> but I've been playing music since I was like 23 and I don't I don't even remember now because you know I because I'm 60 and I can't, I can't remember anything that happened like even this afternoon did it start so it I, I, yeah I have played every you know like I, I've had great opportunities um you know besides being in Provincetown I've you know played in Miami I don't know Detroit Palm Springs Columbus New York you know I <laughs> I've been really, really lucky. So I've really valued that. I've had that opportunity. How many years have you been a resident DJ at the Boat Slip? 24. 24 years. I'm hoping, wow. I'm hoping that next year I get the gold watch or something. You get a gold watch. Well, it's about time. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking I need to get something gold. <laughs> 
it better be real too and not plate it <laughs> right um, right solid absolutely um so 20 20 something somewhat years where did you how did you get into djing and where were you at the time oh my gosh i got into well i you know i'm a child of the 70s so i love you know disco and so okay so i was a, a waitress at the governor bradford which is a straight like kind of dive bar in provincetown and the dj didn't show up so i told the owner that i could do it well, obviously I couldn't. I'd never done anything like that before in my life, <laughs> but I did do it. So I, I, so he, he says, "Oh, you can, you know, you can play re- records," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, sure, I, I do it all the time." Lie, lie, lie. Something I, w- I would never do that now. But you know, something you can only do like when you're 23. So I, he brings me up into the DJ booth, and I look at the sound system, and I'm like, "Well, you know, every sound system is different. Or maybe you need to show me how this one works." <laughs> So oh, that was like, a good bluff. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> and, you know, like, I couldn't mix, but I played good songs, and they danced, and then he had me do it again. And then from the, once the bug bit me, oh, my gosh, you know, I was never the same. So, like many of us... And then I learned yeah. how to play, but, you know, at that point, I was, more, like, worse than an amateur. So the seed was disco music, the passion behind the music was driving you, and there was your opportunity to get in to the DJ booth for the first time. How, how cool is that? Um, I know. Do you remember what was the first it was, song it you played? I mean, it was <laughs> awful. So, I still, you know, so I'll, I'll just tell you like a quick thing. So obviously everyone's done this, that's ever played records. I picked up the needle on the wrong record. And I will never forget it to this day. It was Gary Newman Cars. Oh, I here in my cars. All of a sudden, the music stopped, and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh gosh!" What people dancing? Oh yeah. Awesome. See your first time out, and you you got a crowd. Now all these years later, I went to Provincetown, folks, this summer for the first time in years. I came out in Provincetown in 1990, way back in the day. But here I am back in Provincetown, and I'm like, I've got to go to the boat slip. That's where I used to go in 1990. And then I go there, and the floor is packed, and there you are, DJing, getting the, you know, it's like, it was meant to be. It was, it was so great to meet you, because I, you know, like, I played your remixes and stuff, so I was like, oh, this is awesome. The person great. behind. So, I was so happy that you, you came and introduced yourself to me. Um, I couldn't, I mean, you were just working the crowd. The energy that you were projecting and the way the audience was responding was infectious. Um, LP, have you been to P-Town and danced at the boat slip? Um, back in 1997 was when I went. Oh, so I was there. oh yeah, well, you were there when I was there, right? Yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was um, uh, 4th of July weekend. 4th of July weekend. Yeah. That's a big one. Oh, uh, and the music was so good then, too. In 1997? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What What's kind of music today that's uh, tickling your fancy, uh, Mary Alice? You know what, to be honest with you, at this point, I anything that everybody, you know, people like, I, you know, the books look at the tourist bar, so, you mm. know, that's my, that's my bread and butter is the, the tourist crowd, so it's just trying to find something that everybody likes that's still, you know, somewhat progressive and, you know, new-ish is where, you know, like whatever, you know, is where it's at for me. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm always listening and trying to find that thing that, you know, like that's an earworm that, that, whether you're from, you know, 
I don't know, Alabama or you're from Seattle or wherever you come to visit me, I can, you know, find something that we can all get together. We can make create a synergy, you know, like that. I speak to everybody. So I try to go for that. Is the season, uh, will the season be winding down pretty soon in P-Town? Yeah, we close up on uh, Halloween, the, the final weekend, and that's on Spooky Bear, the, uh, one of the, <laughs> the big bear groups. Spooky Bear that's weekend. Big weekend. Yeah. It's, it's huge, and it's, it's a fantastic weekend, so it's a great, you know, it's a great weekend to close because you go out on a high note. Wow. I, this I'm, week is Women's Week. Oh, this week is Women's Week. Okay, that's so. Let's see. Today's what Wednesday. So this weekend they'll you'll be DJing. Yeah, they've been doing it. They started on Monday. They have Mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff going on. A lot of comedians and um, musicians and stuff. Um, So we'll do that. And then next week is Fantasia Fair, which is the. I'm I'm, I know I hate to be a troglodyte, but I don't know if how they refer to themselves as transvestites or transgender or if they're all grouped in together. But that's an awesome week. Those those guys are great. I don't even know how to respond to that. Everything's so politically correct in San Francisco. No, I don't know. What I, I would just like turn it over to like LP. <laughs> <laughs> who who was your uh, inspiration starting out as a DJ? I I know we've. I'm 51, so you know I was a product of uh, the 70s disco, R&B, and funk, and uh, I started listening to house music, late 80s, electronica. Um, but who was your inspiration? As a DJ, like as a DJ, or as like I, I, you know, there was a lot of in those. Well, at least in the seventies, um, a lot of the radio station DJs played in nightclubs. So, and I used to love them, like Sonny Joe White, who's no longer with us. He was a big Boston um, DJ, but like people like Wendy Hunt, um, who you know, yeah, we lost her recently. That that was quite sad. She was a great influence. And when I was not, I wasn't even playing, you know, music or even thought about it in in those days. But I would love to go to, excuse me, to the Metro where she played. I can still hear, she used to play Love Attack all the time um, by Ferrara. And I used to love that. And the place used to explode. You know, nowadays you play that and everyone's like, what is that? Uh. What do you find uh, from you know, the songs now that were so like huge in those days that you play now and there? Everyone's like, what? Are there any songs that surprise you that um, do really well on the dance floor from from you know the seventies? There's what's more surprising me is the ones that don't. So and that's, that's that's where I always like, get caught. Kind of like, oh my god, I got to play today. This is a fantastic song. Say like Love Attack or um, Your Love by Line. I used to love that song. Everyone loved that song. I play that song now and. Everyone like walks off the dance floor. I have, I have no idea why that is. Oh, that's Please sad. <laughs> I used to love that song by Arpeggio, Love and Desire. Do you remember that one? Oh, that's a great one too. Oh, if I ever played that, that would be that. Yeah. That so it wouldn't, they, they, I don't know. Everyone, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because the crowd has gotten younger and they just don't know the music. I'm not sure. I think that's it. They probably never heard the song. That's how... It's been some time now since the seventies. LP, what's a what is one of your favorite? Some time, uh, yes, yes. Some, some time now. Well, it seems like yesterday <laughs> to me. <laughs> it's funny the way, yeah, yeah, like you can click and it's like, oh, that wasn't so long ago, but it was like forty years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a favorite? You know, uh, L- I, L- we're gonna go around the room, Mary Alice. I want to hear what everyone's okay. favorite disco song is from the seventies. One example. Who me, was- hands down, Donna Summer. I mean, she was every time I heard her sing, she uh, was just stellar. 
her vocals were just amazing and uh, her energy and her love and passion for music is any any Donna Summer song the one that stands out oh my god I remember you know Hot Stuff uh, on the radio MacArthur Park um, actually one of my all time favorites was All Systems Go uh, that was made oh, in the uh, 80s yeah in the 80s yeah that was one of my favorites Donna is a Boston girl too pardon me Donna is from Boston as well. She yeah. is, that whole family. What a mm-hmm. great story. Did you have the um, opportunity to meet her? I know one of her sisters, Linda, still lives in the Boston area. Yeah, no, I, I never met her, but, you know, they have, you know, uh, I live in Dorchester, which is where she's from. And, um, you know, they have their uh, Donna Summer Day in the summer, but I'm really down the Cape when they do it. Yeah. That's cool. They have a Donna Summer Day LP. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, all right, um, Dom. What's one of your favorite discs? I know. So here's an example. This is this will be a good Letha's test because you're. How old are you? I'll be. There, I'm 29. Okay, Dom is 29. So a younger generation. Do you do you know what disco is? <laughs> I couldn't explain it, but okay. I know like Donna Summer songs and like when I hear stuff like out in the clubs and stuff, but I can pinpoint a song that I like. I mean, Donna Summer's Last Dance, I love that song. That's great. That would count for yeah, sure. Okay. Oh, thank God. <laughs> um, yeah, that was one of my favorite songs, but I, I'm pretty sure a lot of the songs I do like are probably from the disco, but I've never like really. Does Last Dance go over good at the boat slip, Mary Alice? Oh my Lord, that's what with every, you know, so we do about 70s day um, once a week and uh, that's always obviously the last song. That they scream every single time. Me, I just, you know, like, you know, after a while, you, I think I've, you know, I, well, I use Tractor, and Tractor, you know, counts how many times you play something, I think I'm up to 250 on that one. That is so funny. This summer alone. Um, in fact, when I was there at your tea dance this summer, that you did end it with the last dance, I, and everyone was like... Okay, so was you were there on Thursday for the yeah. 70s day? Yes, I was, and it was packed. That was great. Yeah, oh, the people love it, yeah. Because <laughs> they want to sing, and they want to dance, and they want to know it, and I find that... Right now, I don't know if it's the time, but it's just it's just because I'm in a tourist area. But people really they want to they want to know what they're they want to sing and want to dance and they want to sing at the top of their lungs. So that's it. And there you go, and you provide it for them. Awesome, Lily. Do you have a favorite disco song? This is a whole totally different genre for you because you're like a folk. I love, yeah, I love Donna Summer too. I like I feel love a lot. Yes, I feel love. Um, one of my favorites too. Yeah. What it, I'm interested now. You were around Mary Alice when that song broke. At the time, it was such a departure from what the formula was for a disco song. In fact, this year there, I feel love is celebrating its 40th anniversary. Wow. Yeah. Um, what was your impression when that song broke? I loved it. I just I well, I loved anything Giorgio Moroder, and it was just it was. It wasn't that different from a lot of the, the that the, the stuff that was in the clubs in those days. Uh, I I just thought it was fantastic. Yeah, me too. And that it was one of the bigger hits that used the um, repetitive um, synthesizer, I guess, mode or something yeah. that was a you know beginning the of arpeggio, the arpeggiated. 
Yes. And then after that came all those songs, like Love and Desire and Born to Be Alive. and remixer, you know. Yes. It's one of the songs for me personally that has like shaped the landscape of my aesthetic for dance music. Yeah. Cool song holds up. Somehow, amazingly sounding futuristic today. I don't know how they do it. <laughs> it's crazy. You know, and I love from that same time um, the, the chase from uh, the... the, the Oh, the Call Me movie. Uh, the what was that? Gigolo. Is that right? No. Well, no, no. It was the one that got the got arrested. He went had to go to jail. He was in jail for. Oh, Midnight. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Midnight Express. Midnight Express right. with that hunk. Can't remember his name. LP, can you help me out on that? I can't remember that one. Don't ask me. Uh, good lord. I love. I loved all of that. Oh, I, I could. You know, I, I could play that all day. To, you know, what I would listen to in the background. I just loved that music. I wonder if people would dance to the chase if you p- dropped it at the boat no, slip. No, they don't. I can tell you that they do not. Yeah, it's a slower pace and instrumental. I think it's just it's it's, it's the instrumental thing. Yeah. No, I, I mean I'm sure there's crowds that would dance to that, but not not mine. Did you ever want to play no, Fly no, Robin Fly? Strictly boogie or boogie. <laughs> Which one? Is? Fly Robin Fly. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, I play that. I I would play that, and I didn't play that that much this year. But I go, I go through periods where I, I play a lot of different. You know, like I'll, I'll get stuck on something. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And um, get down and boogie. What is the other song? Yes, they right. That that's a group. They're actually, I just befriended one of them on Facebook. They're based in Germany. Uh, Silver the Silver Convention, right? They had um, get up and boogie. No, it was that. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> that's all it was. Get up and boogie, and then fly, Robin, fly. Which was that's all the lyrics in that one too. <laughs> but they're great. But they're great. I don't know. There's something about those songs that's just I don't know. Very catchy, melodic. I thought they were very catchy and danceable. Obviously, they had a good beat. Yes. To me, they're classics, and I, no one did anything like that. Well, what does uh, a DJ who has a residency in one of the most popular summer resort towns in the country, or not, if not the world, do with her time in the winter? Um, well, I do, I do graphic design. I've always been a graphic designer, so I do that on the side. Um, and I used to, when there was a lot of clubs in the city, um, work all the time. But now that club life has dimmed much, and especially in Boston, it's not very good. I don't play as much as I used to in the in the winter. Actually, if I you know I might play once or twice a month someplace, but I used to play all the time. But isn't that like that everywhere? Is it like that where you are? Um, LP, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't hear the question. I, I think the the club scene in the winter in San Francisco is more substantial because it's a year round like beat. You know, yeah. it isn't just. I mean, New England's. Long, I grew up on Long Island. Yeah. So seasonal. It's deadly in the winter if you stay out there, you know? Yeah, here, um, well, it's, you know, because of Boston, the... Uh, and I've always worked in, in Boston. Right. Oh, in Boston. Oh, mm-hmm. club scene in Boston is terrible. Oh, I don't know. I haven't been to the club scene in Boston. Have you guys been to Boston? In, I've in been to winter? Boston, but it's been years ago. Oh, years yeah. Ago. Yeah. Yeah. The clubs, I, I guess you're right. The club scene has dimmed somewhat. Don't know why. That's weird. It has dimmed incredibly. There aren't really any like true gay bars anymore. There's like one club cafe. I used to work in this great bar. It was called Buzz. Did you go to Buzz when you were in town? L- LP, Buzz? 
I can't. Re- I can't remember. It was he was buzzed. No, <laughs> I was there for work and that was, uh, that was just a, happened that was to visit a couple of friends there. Yeah. Um, we, we have we have not. There's nights here, but there's not any like gay like nightclub like scene anymore. So the work, you know, there's no clubs. There's no. Work. Are there any like lesbian bars in Boston? No, there hasn't been any of those in probably ten years. Okay. Do you have friends who I'm who? Outside, everybody goes everywhere, so I guess that's a good thing, right? I guess so. Yeah, it's a, it's like you know a, a new way of, of of socializing. People do it differently no, these days. Do, what do do folks live in P Town year round? Do you think? Do you know? Yeah, not very many. Oh. Not when I first when I first was there, there was time, I I lived there year round in the 90, like around 1980, 82, and there was tons of people that lived there. The A House was open year like I uh, had dance nights every single night. Um, Purgatory had which was called something else was open every single night. The Crown and Anchor their dance bar was open every single night. I, I think the A House is closed most of the winter. There isn't anyone there anymore. Oh, okay. That was what you know, I was. Yeah. Um, it died away once the real estate market took off. Ah, okay. Well. So out of town was bought, you know, and then kind of pushed out that that kind of. Oh, that's too bad. But in the summer, it's bustling, and if anyone who's listening has yeah. not been to P Town, do put it on your calendar. Places must see and experience it. it I, I can tell you 100 that. It's going to be something you'll be very memorable, and you would want to go back. Uh, it's a beautiful place, even if you don't ever step foot in a dance club. It's a very, I think it's gorgeous. But if you do go, be sure to go uh, uh, to the boat slip. Come and see me. <laughs> Come see DJ Mary Alice. She is the resident of the tea dance, which begins at like I think four, four o'clock. Would that yep. be fair four to, to say? Seven. Four to seven. So not too long. You you leave them wanting more. That's always how you're supposed to do it, right? Yes. Uh, so um, if you guys are in the area this month, be sure to catch it's it's Women's Week now, so the weekend's going to be hopping. Uh, that'll be fun. And then what is the next big event after that? Fantasia. That's the yes trans population of trans. I'm not sure which. It, it used to be transvestites. I'm not sure now any what, what they are. What, what, Does what anybody know what the term is? But they're great. It used to be transvestites, but now... I feel like, Dom, you would know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. It's so hard keeping up with all the correct terms these days. Yeah. I just... I wouldn't know what to call I don't want to offend anyone on the mic, so... I'm just going to keep zip. <laughs> yeah, it's confusing. But that sounds fun. And then the big Halloween blowout, it's Bear, Holla Bear? What is it called? Uh, it's spook, Spooky Bear. Spooky Bear. Spooky That's bear so cute, bear. all those bears dancing and wearing their cute costumes. <laughs> I want to go. It's, it's huge for everyone. I mean, Spooky Bear is, a, is a, kind of the hosting group, but at Promise Town it has... A, huge drop for Halloween since that's gotten established for everyone. Awesome. Um, so do you have a webpage that folks can follow you at or you try to like keep it on the low? I'm down on low? Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Mary Alice Callaghan. I don't, I don't have a DJ. You know, like I kind of cut back on the DJ thing. Mm-hmm. But not, yeah. the, not the DJ playing part, but on the DJ promotion part. Right. So, folks, if you want to get a hold of her, if there's a gig this winter you want to book, Marriott, it's Mary Alice. What's your last name, dear? Callaghan. Yes. <laughs> or they can, I am on Facebook as DJ Mary Alice, but and you can message me if you want to. There you go, DJ Mary Alice. What's going on? Yeah, fabulous. Thank you so much. Uh, I know it's later over there, so thank you for uh, become you know being available for us here at San Francisco House of Pride Radio. It was a pleasure talking to you. Uh, let's do this at least once a year, if you're into it. All right, definitely. I hope to see you back in Provincetown again. Good luck with the album, Lily. Lily, right? Yeah, Lily. Thank you so nice And LG, nice to meet you. And I hope to see you down there as well. And Dom, hope to see you too. Thank you. Awesome. Let's have a nice round of applause for DJ Mary Alice. Take care, hon. Have a great night. You too. Bye-bye. Oh, that was cool. That was fabulous. So we have to we have to call your friends over. Where where, where are we calling tonight? They uh, are in Spring Hill, just which is outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Wow, going yeah. country, but they're not no, doing they're country. Not. No, they're very far from it. Yeah, yeah. They're just uh, nestled. Well, Donna Summer lived out there in Nashville at some point. She did. Yeah. There's quite a bit of uh, pop artists that do come from there. Kesha's are, are there from uh, Nashville originally. Okay. Um, I think Katy Perry lived in um, Nashville at one time as well too so quite a bit of uh, pop artist out there and rock awesome cole how how are you holding up dom for what in general how am i holding how you doing how are you doing girl i am doing good it was a hat work today it's a good day thanks for hanging out with us oh no anytime anytime i'm out here house sitting for my drag mother camille i'm watching the dogs you're watching camille's house yeah she has a house. <laughs> yes, she has a house in San Francisco. <laughs> and her two dogs and her husband. Well, the husband, they're gone on to L.A. I oh, they're in L.A. Disneyland or something. Disneyland. Don't mark my words. Somewhere in L.A. they, they went. All right. So I'm watching the dogs. <laughs> Lily, how's it going over there? It's good. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, shall we get into the bliss? Let's LA. do it. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm excited to be here it's been a while since the last time i was here but it's always a lot of fun to be here so while we're getting them renee and lang on the telephone yeah let's, uh, do a, a new york thing real fast uh it's only a couple minutes uh my fr- friend poon poon draker from new york city sends in her little one minute podcast every week uh talking about a, a, um, a classic disco song speaking oh, nice. of disco that she rewrites in a, a sort of a poetic way okay <laughs> so here it goes, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Poon Draker's Groove Line. Good evening and welcome to Groove Lines. I'm Poon, this is House of Pride Radio, and we're going to do it to you in your eardrums in 88 words or less. Tonight we're getting a little cosmic with Johnny Taylor and his 1976 hit, Disco Lady. If the planets make music as they orbit the sun, this is the last song they play on a Saturday night. Up in the sky, like a balloon in a parade, she gets so high to get down. DJ, just give us a sign. No parking baby on the dance floor. The planets align, do the bump behind her. 
With every step of her shimmer gold funk me pumps, a swirl of stars. Can you see Mars? Shaking it up with slinky Mercury, Uranus shaking it down. Horny Pluto shoving it in and out. Disco lady round and round. Back in House of Pride Radio, um, and we have special treat for you guys listening to us live from Nashville. Uh, LP, first of all, is uh, already has let us in, as you remember, of uh, the new release uh, entitled "No Apology." No apologies, and we're going to be speaking with the uh, writer, performer, and singer of the group Bliss Bliss Lang and Renee. Welcome to House of Pride Radio. Can you guys hear us? Yep, we can hear you just fine. Great. Welcome. It's great to have you here, and we're super excited that you have a new release being delivered to Billboard shortly, um, entitled "No Apologies." Uh, it must be exciting. You guys are stoked for this? We really are. We're 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 really excited and um, just really thankful to Lionel for all his support and everything. And uh, yeah, we're we're pumped. Now, Lionel is sitting here with us, and uh, along with um, a superstar drag queen by the name of Miss Palu. Yes. Say hello. Hello, hello. Hey there. How are you? Hi. Good. 
<laughs> and then we have a fabulous uh, local performer, uh, artist, and songwriter by the name of Lily Holbrook. Say hello. Hi there. So it is a room full of um, folks here excited to hear more about No Apologies. Now, this comes on the heels of Unshakable, your first release that was written, that you wrote, Renee, I believe, uh, about your son. Uh, is that correct? Um, well, Lang and I wrote the song, um, Unshakable, and um, our son, Zane, is actually a bass player. He plays um, uh, out with us when we do live gigs, so that might, worry, that might be where you got the idea about the son, uh, our son. Uh, but yeah, Lang and I wrote the song, Unshakable. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so now, no apologies. I thought, yeah, I did have the idea. I thought you said it was the, your love for him was unshakable, but I might have misinterpreted that altogether. But here we are with no apologies. I was going to make a joke if that wasn't case, saying, did he do something <laughs> bad? And then the song is about him as well. <laughs> but never mind. <laughs> Tell us the inspiration behind no apologies. Well, that was really... Um you know, we've been at this thing uh, of trying to make a living and trying to, you know, find our place, so to speak, in music mm -hmm. for, for a long time. And Renee had a career as a solo artist, and she did a couple of records. And then really kind of out of just the, the desire for us to kind of stay married for the rest of our lives as opposed to the music business trying to, you know, uh, or potentially causing our lives just uh, sort of drift apart because of work. Um, so we got, we decided to do this thing together. And so it's been kind of this long pursuit of, okay, how do we do this thing together? But I think we both kind of came to this place where we realized, you know, uh, when, you're, when you're trying to follow your dream, when you're trying to do, you know, the thing you're sort of made for, so to speak, uh, there comes a point in time where you just kind of have to say, I'm, I, I've got to do what it is that I'm made for, whether, whether anybody really gets it, agrees with it, and you kind of have to plant your flag in the ground and say, this is, this is what I'm, I'm supposed to be doing. Yep. And this is what I'm made for. And uh, so at some point in time, you have to say, you know, I'm, I, I'm not going to apologize for, for what I'm made to do. And right. that's really kind of where it and, came from. Yeah, and for us, it's, it's music. It's the music thing. And, and uh, you know, we, it, we are who we are, and... There's no reason to be apologetic about that. You know, uh -huh. I, I think my mother thinks I'm still, you know, trying to grow up. But <laughs> that's the nature of being creative and trying to do music. It's a, constant, a new adventure every day. Yeah. So um, people who are listening to you guys for the first time, um, how would you describe your music and your influences? And why don't you tell people, um, you know, your, your, your style of music, where you guys uh, started with music, how you guys met? and how how you guys came together to do music yeah i um my my biggest influence musically was motown music um i grew up in fort wayne indiana up in the in the middle of the country and uh just used to groove listening i loved motown music i loved all that the supremes the temptations all those stevie wonder all that kind of music um jackson five all that stuff and so i pretty much cut my teeth on that stuff um roller skating to it yep roller skating to it grooving to it um so that's really where my musical influence uh 
you know, mainly came from, uh, you know, just soul and R&B with great hooks. And uh, Lang has a little bit of a different uh, musical background. Um, he's a drummer, uh, primarily. His main instrument is drums. And, uh, you know, he listened to a lot of, like, rock music. Um, why don't you yeah, tell well, me a little bit I, about you? what you listen to? I grew to? up, my mom was a piano player. My dad, my stepdad was a sax player. So I grew up listening to, like, classical music and uh, swing band music. And, uh, and then, you know, really just was learning how to play my drums in the garage or the basement. And um, I used to come home from school every day, with, and I'd go down in the basement, and there was a radio that I would turn on, and I'd just try to play drums to the songs on the radio. And, um, and then got into a, you know, a little garage band with some friends. And, uh, and then actually I went on the road uh, right out of high school for four years, uh, touring around the United States. And so uh, I kind of got thrown into uh, just playing live and playing a lot of cover, t- uh, cover tunes back from the early 80s and late 70s and stuff like that. And I got into writing. And um, as far as re- when Renee and I met, um, I guess going to that part of the question. Yeah, I moved, um, I moved here uh, in, not, in 84, started touring with uh, uh, an artist uh, by the name of Amy Grant. I uh, did background for her. For many years, about ten, and Lang came to town, and uh, wanted, you know was trying to move. This was a place to be back then. He was trying to come to town, learn how to play drum, you know, not learn, but play drums with different people, and that's how we met. We met here. I actually met him the day he the moved. Day from, I moved in. He moved from L.A. He was wow. moving out in L.A. and then moved here. So actually, Northern California. Yeah. I lived out in the Bay Area. Yeah, that's right. He did. Live when did you live out here? Right. I lived out in uh, Pleasanton. Well, actually, I lived a couple places. I lived in Danville for a while, and then I lived over in um, San Leandro. And uh, but worked out in Concord and Walnut Creek, and uh, so I I love the Bay Area, man. That's like my old, I've got so many friends still out there. Yeah, uh, but love the Bay Area. Very cool. Now, where what where did you guys meet? Did you meet at a club in Nashville? We. <laughs> No, we met other friends. He was, uh, I was having lunch with a friend of mine I used to be in a band with uh, when I lived out in, okay, I know, I said I was born in Indiana. I was, I lived in Indiana, but I lived in Colorado. I was in a band out there and I was meeting my friend for lunch because he had moved to Nashville. And I met, I literally met Lang the day he drove in with his truck full of boxes. And drums. And drums. And that's how I met him. So I moved to Nashville, and we met in the parking lot of the, the apartment. new apartment complex. Yeah. Cool. That was, that was back in 80, that was 84. A- 85. 85, sorry. Yeah. And the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> and now the fruit of your love is evidenced by your new release, No Apologies, which, yeah. that, which LP said we're allowed to... Uh, exclusively have an ex- uh, play a little bit for our, our listening audience if that's okay with you guys Woo-hoo. yeah so yeah. fyi we we've got uh, some amazing remixers on this project um i'm just going to list them in order of the tracks uh we've got bimbo jones who's had 
over 90 number one singles on Billboard. He's also a Grammy-winning producer. Well, both of them. It's, it's a collaboration of two groups, uh, two guys, uh, Lee and, and Mark. Um, we also have uh, Dirty Disco, which is J.D. Arnold and Mark DeLang. They're based from Houston, Texas, my home city. Um, and we also have Darren DeLuca from the U.K. Um, he's part of Ministry of Sound. Um and he has a massive following out there. GSP, um, who's a circuit DJ who travels all around the globe. And we also have Knife and Fork, based here in San Francisco, which is Bougie and William Ducati Brown. And Paul Goodyear, who is uh, the San Francisco, San Francisco moniker name, uh, that did a remix. And we've got uh, Jay Santos from the Philippines. His partner is Brett Law from Seattle. Uh, they had a couple of number one singles on Billboard as well, too. And am I missing somebody? I'm thinking I'm missing somebody else. Um, Paul Goodyear. Um, oh, we said Paul. I think. Darren DeLuca. Darren DeLuca. We Darren did DeLuca. say that. Uh, yeah. Well, it's a it's a full. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a full package. Yeah. There's seven remixes <laughs> all together, and so the beautiful thing is uh, the tracks the remixes came out yesterday, so they're out on uh, iTunes, Amazon, Google, um, also at www. Uh, BlissBliss.com on their website. Well, fabulous. Um, and here I am on iTunes right now at the store uh, uh, where they're readily available to listen and download, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, here's an example of a, a collaboration between talented folks, a lot of which are located right here in the Bay Area. So uh, go on out and purchase your Blitz Bliss uh, remix package of No Apologies. Let's uh, go ahead and listen uh, a little bit of, um, of uh, the Bimble Jones remix. Sure. Uh, you guys don't go anywhere. We're just going to do a little sample here from iTunes. Okay. No Great. apology. Blitz, bliss. Will I listen for so long to lie? Wow, there you go, iTunes, and that sounds like a hit, LP. Thank you. I, I think um, I have a good feeling it's going to do really well. And that's the Bimbo Jones remix. And folks, that's only one of 12 remixes on this gorgeous EP uh, ready now for download. So do go there right away and be a part of this fantastic voyage yeah, and the exciting part of it too is this is uh these these singles are going to be going remixes are going to billboard as of this friday via bobby jones uh bobby's bobby shaw <laughs> i was thinking of somebody <laughs> hey, else. hey mr jones <laughs> <laughs> bobby shaw from uh bobby shaw promotions in new york yeah so yeah the real really deal excited. right there um 
have you guys um, promoted? Is this a new genre that you guys are working in, or or not? Well, you know, in in uh, in specificity, maybe not. But um, Renee's first two her solo records were produced over in in England by a guy named Chris Eaton back in the '80s, and they were very much dance records. Yeah, and so the stuff that we've written through the years as the duo that we are has combined kind of her Motown and dance influences and my rock and, and you know, funk influences, so to speak. Um, but it doesn't, it doesn't feel at all like a, a far stretch or outside of the realm of what, where our hearts are really at musically. I mean, this is, you know, some of the artists that we love, we, we love the dance remix versions of their stuff. An artist named Bebel Gilberto from South America, from Brazil, I believe. Uh, her stuff is amazing. So we get records, Supreme Beings of Leisure, um, Weekend Players, some of those artists, we, we dig their stuff, and it's very much more in that realm of, uh, you know, production style and writing style. Um, even though that may not be the bulk of what we write, it's still stuff that we really love and we listen to. So uh, it's it's not a stretch, but maybe not exactly right down the middle of, ro- of the road that, of stuff that we do ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I love the energy in, in the first mix uh, by Bimbo Jones that we listened to. We're going to listen to a couple more, but before we do that, LP brought us a special treat. Uh, Renee, if you, I hope you don't mind. Yeah, but, um, but, this uh, is actually... Um, go ahead, LP, set it up. I'm going to surprise you, Renee. Um, this is actually one of Renee's biggest songs from the 80s. I can't punch an arm. <laughs> this is one of Renee's biggest uh, songs from her first album, Living in the Vertical. Uh, it's called uh, The Bounce, and I believe this came out in 87. Am I correct, Renee? So it's uh, 30 years, 30 years, and it still stands the test of time. Well, we'll we'll give a little play because just a position between what Renee did back in the day to today, it's a good uh, story for us. I want to get into it. I want to hear it right now. Here it goes. Yes, I feel the bounce in my booty right now. <laughs> Surprise! Oh my God! She's I, Renee. Are you still there? <laughs> yep, I am. <laughs> okay, 
I love it. That's fabulous. It's great that you had this career and now you guys are working as a duo with more success and then dropping no apology is going to be, I mean, sounds like a hit to me, doesn't it, OP? Yes, definitely. Let's uh, let's definitely. go ahead and listen to, uh, you guys tell me what, which uh, mix should be a uh, highlight right now. Well, we do the Dirty Disco. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, we have two new videos that they just dropped this week, too, the Dirty Disco and the Bimbo Jones. And if you look at the video, Lang's playing live drums on it. Uh, the brilliant part of Dirty Disco is they kind of gave this more of a Jamiroquai, uh UK sound yeah, yeah. to it. And Lang and Renee have always loved that, that band. And so yeah. the beautiful yeah. thing is how it just came together but he's he's playing live drums on the on the video so oh cool check Very it out cool. On, on youtube awesome so no apology bliss bliss it this is the dirty disco uh remix here goes Thank you, iTunes, for that sample. That's a great melodic vibe. I love that one. Yeah, and I also forgot to mention, their son is uh, playing bass on the video as well, too. It's a family affair. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah, it is. It's a family affair. Yeah. Yes. Right, that's up your alley, Renee, Sly and Family Stones. Oh, I love them. Yeah, that was that, they were awesome. Absolutely. Hey, Tweeka, by the way, man, we've... You did such a great job on Unshakable. Man, we really appreciated your involvement on that project. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Um, I am super excited about No Apology. I think it's a fierce track. Um, it is. And we've listened to two remixes. Yeah. Uh, we'll go out with one more. I've got to wrap up the show. Uh, but um, we wish you all the success. And, and when it when it's really you know charting up the charts, why don't we have you back and do a little encore of the you know uh, PR the success that you're having but I, I it really feels like a hit to me doesn't it 
definitely. I'm excited definitely. for you guys. Super. Um, Thank you. No apologies, ladies and gentlemen. You go out now and get it on iTunes or all major distribution sites digital. Uh, it's Bliss Bliss. While you're there, look out at their um, repertoire. Quite an impressive list of yes. songs available uh, for download and listening. Uh, once again, it's called No Apology, the, the new one. It's dropping. It's Has it dropped? Yeah, it went on sale yesterday. Mm, so great. it's available now to for purchase. But uh, heading out to Billboard this Friday. Fabulous. We, we wish you all the luck, uh, chart success, and, and uh, we'll have you back on House of Pride Radio if you're into it. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks. We really appreciate it. Yeah, we do. Awesome. Let's have a nice round of applause for Bliss Bliss over there in Nashville. Woo-hoo! <laughs> all right, you guys take care. We'll talk to you real soon, all right? Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Awesome. It's great that we called New York. We called P-Town, Nashville. Yeah. Now we got to wrap up the show, Dom. All right. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to close. Oh my god! Don't put me on spot. Uh, it was a great time being here at Mutiny Radio, Pride Radio. Thank you, Tweeka. Mm-hmm. Thank you for coming. Anytime. This is your first time. Come back again, please. Yes, I will definitely be bl- back. I almost said black. <laughs> <laughs> LP. Yeah, thank, thank you again for having me here and uh, introducing Bliss Bliss uh, to your radio show, and that was definitely a lot of fun. So. Yeah. Thank you. Come on back. For sure. Lily, what a pleasure to have you here for a second time. Thank you for having me. It's always fun, and it was super cool to hear from the other guests. This is what we're all about, yeah. trying to get like creative folks Very on the show awesome. and, you know, kind of having conversation amongst us and, you know, I making new connections, yeah. you and Mary Alice. There you go. She's interested in your... your um, Remixing, uh, so yeah, that's something. Yeah, I want to check her out too. I want, I yeah. want to go to Provincetown and go to. I want to go to Provincetown. <laughs> well, it's been a for pleasure sure. for me to have all of you guys on as guests. Thank it's you. always Thank a you. thrill. Thank yeah. You. Well, we have one more surprise. We're gonna, you know, he might be a little, you know, Cleve Jones is celebrating his birthday in a big fashion tonight over there in the Castro with all his friends. He's turned it not only a celebration of his birthday, but into a fundraiser at the mix. And then the sisters and of perpetual indulgence and him will be doing a bar hop visiting BB Sweetbriar over at the um, Midnight Sun. Midnight Sun. And then I'm DJing. He'll come visit me at Mojo's at Q Bar from nine to eleven. So folks, come on over and yeah, come on over. I'm playing some soul and Motown <laughs> and uh, yeah. take your requests. It's more the merrier. Uh, but. Cleve, he may have had, he may be tipsy, but we're going to call him now <laughs> and wish him a, if, if he comes on, let's sing him happy birthday. He kind of knows we're doing this, but you know, it's a kind of like a last minute thing. So, um, on, yeah, come on, Cleve. Let's give him a call right now. Back in the day, the phone made the like little bell noise and it was cute, but now it's silent. Kind of missed the phone. Dom, improvise for just a minute, will you? Oh, put me on the spot. Um, <laughs> Tell us about your upcoming events. Oh, you don't have any. I don't have any upcoming events, but I would love an event. You can private message me, tweet me, Instagram me. Just hit me up. I would love to do a show in San Francisco sometime. <laughs> I don't have anything to talk about. And nobody called you either. That's so sad. I know. Where are my, f- my three-piece fans Tweety at? Hi, Turner here at House of Pride Radio. How are you? Tweeka, how are you? 
Um, we're great too, but we just want to say I have I have guest LP Vargas, I uh, have believe. drag Happy queen birthday. celebrity Hi. Miss Paju, pa, not Paju, Palu, and and songstress Lily Holbrook here, and we have something for you, Cleve. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, count of three. One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Cleve. Happy birthday to you. And many more. <laughs> Thank you. I'm 63, further proof that only the good die young. And I'm down at the mix on Castro, and we're going to be going to all the bars in the Castro to raise money for Puerto Rico and Mexico and Cuba. So I'll see you at the Q-Bar, Tweeka, right? Yes, come on over. I have a surprise for you there as well. Bring your friends. Thank you. Okay, love you guys. Love you. you. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye. That's a great way to end this show, don't you think? Definitely. Alright, folks, tune in next Wednesday for another episode of House of Pride Radio. We're going to hear a little more of Disco Lady. Goodbye, everyone. Just say that you know there's something else going on, and I'll hook you up. I do my best to work with you. Well, as I mean, it's an unlimited power, you know. If I think that I, I don't know, I, it's hard for me to believe in the concept of God, but nature is like a real thing, and I feel like the wrath is going to come bite us, and everyone will believe in nature as God. But that's a force. When nature the, is a force, right? Well, because isn't it's is not God a, a force? Thing, but it is a force. It's those things that are unseen. Like I said, we had to call it God. We had to create these other things. You know, when you look at um, Africans, right, in general, with the pyramids to the gods and all these other things, you know, we had to come up with a name for this stuff to make it make sense. But that doesn't mean that's right. That doesn't mean that's the absolute truth. Because it's flawed because we're men and we made it. 
Right. It's just the reverence of knowing. Even the foot, call it nature. I bet you God is like, I love it when people call me nature. That is so dope. Nature's my favorite name for myself. <laughs> because it's not just nature. It's the force of nature. Right. And people are going to see it when the global warming, because you know that he sh- who shall not be named and his the other he who should not be named they are global warming naysayers they say that it is a fallacy it does not exist right but global warming is not real to push the religious agenda god destroyed the earth by water Ah, and then they said god would then destroy the earth by fire yeah well sodom warming man sodom and gomorrah happened before and he didn't just might be happening again wouldn't that be good? But and that's the thing is which cities get destroyed? I All say in Texas. Definitely in Texas. Eventually, humanity. Listen, humanity can't wait to kill itself. But if you listen to the religion stuff, if you listen to the religion stuff, our city will be the one because the gay people are abominations. And yeah. the, I'm well, like, I am part of the abomination. Well, what makes an abomination? I love the abomination and uh-huh. I don't want it to end. <laughs> but we're going to move into an abomination problem with the gay people and you, the ladies you know with their proportions. So and you know I'm black, and you know how black people feel about gay rights and gay people. We're how? very homophobic as a culture, right? <laughs> Most of it has to do with our religious beliefs. Now, I move out here to the Bay Area, and that's changed a lot of my ideas behind all that stuff. A lot of times, because we're separated from something, and we t- just choose to stay separate, we just won't ever buy into it. You know, now, I've, I've heard that. I've, I've seen it, like, in shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was actually true. That's a super huge thing, especially for gay black people. You know what I mean? They have to deal with it on both sides. You know, like they're like, right. you know, their family's going to ostracize them. Like, how dare you? And a lot of it comes down to just the core beliefs of surviving as humanity. Huh. If we're all homosexual, and if you look at anything else, right, since everybody believes in evolution, you know what I mean? I ain't seen too many gay tigers. I ain't seen too many gay <laughs> elephants. I ain't seen too many. I see monkeys do a lot of monkey business. But they go and get them some pussy, and then they are going to have babies. So that's what everybody is really looking at more than anything with the homosexual agenda that it looks like is being promoted. It also is like it's the new rebellion, whereas in the 90s it was being a thug and gangbanger. In 2016, I'm gay, mom. I see this. I'm gay, dad. And then those Uh same people, because I'm 37, 10 years later, married with children, and they're like, that was a phase. How can it be a phase? You know? I I, I got a theory that the rise in... Not everybody. I'm just saying some people. There are some real gay people out here. I've met them. (laughs) They were born gay. No, check this out. I grew up with a gay dude. I I feel like... Uh, For real. <laughs> the homosexuality, uh, trans, I, I don't know if that's the proper term for it now, but I apologize if it's not. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's scientifically, it's the evolution from gender to something else. Um, mm. To do away with gender. Yeah. That's deep, man. You because, know, because did, did you say you read this, or is this just something you thought? It's something I thought. Dude, that is a profound statement. I feel bro. the same. I feel the same way about ADHD. Uh-huh. Uh, like it's like it's like I get bored so fucking easily because I can do a million things at once, but I can't do one thing. Uh-huh. And I feel like that's. I feel like it works out better for me once I figured out how to handle it and adapt to this world. Once I hit 28, I've, I use it to my advantage. Yeah. But like growing up, it fucked me up so bad because I yeah. couldn't do shit in school. Nah, but man, um, mess me up. All- Hey, Mutiny Radio. Coming up next, we got Trish and Dan Face Oblivion, hosted by Trish. And not Dan. It's going to be me, Arden, uh, again. Uh, so, yeah, that's coming up soon, uh, at 8 o'clock hour. Then after that, we got uh, The Night Space with me, Arden, uh, as your host, and a uh, brand new High Time Story Time. I got uh, some funny comedians joining me tonight to round out the group. 
And, uh, yeah, so it should be a fun evening of uh, stand-up comedy and then comedy and weed and just round-table craziness. Uh, so stay tuned, hold on to your asses, and uh, get ready to laugh them off here on Mutiny Radio, mutinyradio.fm. I'm going to be pondering, man, for the, probably the next few weeks. Dude, get just back say. to me on it, man. Because that's yeah. such an amazing idea, but I really like being a dude. I like being a dude too. I, I wish I was awesome. a dude. No, I wish don't. I was a dude. Absolutely. If I was a girl, I would never want to be a dude. Well, no, I want to be. I a, love being a dude. I want to be a dude so people would. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny FM. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for near five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Looking for a personal injury lawyer in San Francisco, look no further than Francis J. Shaheda. Mr. Shaheda did an amazing job with my case. First, he informed the courts about my case that had not been scheduled or submitted yet, despite the language on the citation. I was so confused and afraid of the legal system, but he did it all for me. He communicated promptly via email with any of my questions. I was afraid of an enormous fine for a small infraction, as well as a criminal offense on my record, but he spoke to the DA to have my case removed from criminal court and put into the community court system. I am so overwhelmingly happy with the results he generated and would recommend him to anyone with legal issues. This is a personal first-person narrative because Francis J. Shaheda helped me personally, helped Mutiny Radio 
go to him for personal injury issues. You can email him at www.personalinjuryattorneyfjs.com. Again, the law office of Francis J. Shaheda in San Francisco. an underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience? Like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. Check, check, one, two. Yeah, it's number three. The Night Space brings you high time story time every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. Listen to San Francisco's finest underground comedians read crazy stories written by me, Arden, on The Night Space. The Night Space featuring high time story time every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. High Time Storytime Volume 1 now available on Amazon.com for Kindle and electronic download. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman. 
Howdy, mutineers. It is I, Stolowitz, Dark Lord of the Sith, and several dive bars in San Jose. Every Tuesday night from 10 p.m. to midnight, join me in my quest to escape from the occult oubliette, a world of violence, intrigue, sexuality, mysticism, magic, and leftover spaghetti. Enjoy my insane rants about leftist causes, Midwestern witchcraft, the ascendancy of Skynet, and why neo-paganism is vastly overrated. I've got guests, music, comedy, and old Alan Watts lectures from the 70s. How can you resist? You can't. I put a spell on you. Ah! MutinyRadio.fm is an official shrine of the miraculous garlic of Mount Cavalry. We are not associated with the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, except on Tuesdays at 10 p.m. Hope to see you there. Or hear you, I should say. Hey, Zach Wiseman, you're a good comedian. You know how I got good? How good? How did you get so great at comedy? I got great at comedy. Yeah, every Friday from 6 to 8 with new host Trina Roderick. It's where um, people go and sometimes they smell bad and sometimes they don't smell bad. Mutiny Radio made me great. (laughs) Mutiny Radio made me better than you. And then you can be better than everyone else, too, every Friday from 6 to 8 on Happy Hour here at Mutiny Radio. But you'll be- never be better than me. You'll never be better than me. you never be better than Zach. And you also, it's a happy hour, but we don't have any alcohol, so it's happy-ish. But you're going to do comedy. I'll do comedy. And you're going to enjoy comedy. Just be an audience. Just come. It's free. Yeah, I just drink in my car. <laughs> you could like drink. Like a fucking adult. Exactly. Drink, drink around the corner somewhere else. Not here. But uh, come to Happy Hour every Friday from 6 to 8 with Trina Roderick. Yeah, do that. Tell me what you think about your situation. Complication, aggravation. Is it getting to you? Then tune in live every Sunday from 12 to 2 p.m. to the edge of insanity with myself, Paul Brumbaugh, Kit Marie, Brandon Ray, and Mistress Christine. All on Mutiny Radio. That's right, PCRcollective.org. We'll see you there. Are you a stand-up comedian? Do you want to be in 25 shows in five days at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco? Well, now's your opportunity. Apply now for the Spark Presents third annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, March 1st through 5th. That's 25 shows in five days featuring 40 comics from out of town, and one of those comedians could be you. Go to our website, www.mutinyradio.fm, and click on the submission form. Apply for the Spark Presents third annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's only $10, and you can apply right now through November 30th for 25 shows during five days, all streaming live, all podcast posts, all Mutiny Radio, all the time. The third annual Spark Presents Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Apply now. Lindsay Wildlife Museum is in Walnut Creek. To learn more, visit wildlife-museum.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. (laughs) 
Safe sex is more than just avoiding STIs and pregnancy, no matter what you're into. Make sure that you and those around you feel safe, comfortable, and are having a good time. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Meals on Wheels is dedicated to fostering independent living for San Francisco seniors by providing hot, nutritious meals delivered to their home. 